Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. From the king of sports books comes the king of sports podcasts. Unleashed. Presented by BetMGM. Here's your hosts, Jerry Ferrara and Olivia Harlan Decker. Unleashed is live in Glendale, Arizona, home to Super Bowl 57. Olivia Harlan-Decker, Jerry Ferrara, coming to you from the BetMGM Sportsbook. We are so glad to be here. There's so much energy in this room. I mean, Jerry, we started the day off golfing. It's beautiful here in Arizona, and we are ending it with a guest of honor. And it's someone who I consider a dear, dear friend who I have not seen physically in person for lots of reasons in a few years. So this is a heck of a way to reunite Jay Glazer, buddy. I know this is definitely my old training partner. Yeah, I know this is definitely not an easy week to get some time with you. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you for doing this. Absolutely, man. No, I'm I'm honored. Hey, you anytime, anything you need, you know that, man. Loyalty is a dying art, man. I got to be loyal to my family. You're my family. Uh, I love that. So, at what point will you get some to take a breath? Is it not until Monday. the game's over? <laughs> Monday. 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 So I le- I leave here cuz we have a 5-hour pregame show on Fox, <laughs> only on Fox. I did. We did a three-hour show last night for the opening night, and then I had to do something thing on all the networks with Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni. Today, we had our own Fox Media Day, so we had to do that. Tomorrow, I'm throwing a party, Glazer Palooza, which I always throw at the first party of the year, and I only call it Glazer Palooza. I started in 2007 here in Arizona at my house just to piss off like Strahan and Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> and no other reason. And then, yeah, we have a lot of Fox stuff. That we have, obviously, I had to do a, a Chiefs feature for the pregame show. We have rehearsals, and we have our five-hour pregame show, game, all that. And then I'm flying home Monday to L.A. I got a house here in Arizona. I just moved back to L.A., and I'm repacking my stuff, and I'm getting on a plane to Thailand. And I'm going to go train in the jungles with some friends out there in, in Muay Thai and do a lot of mental health work. I got these monks out there that I work with, and Man. I go to this place to, like, really kind of clean up and recharge my system. And I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I, man, Thailand is like the land of a thousand smiles. They're such happy people out there. And for a guy like me with a fight background to go and train in Thailand, training in the jungles is pretty damn cool for me. We could do this whole podcast just asking about your trip. Yeah. I'm going to try to try to restrain myself and ask you about last night because you were at opening night. You were hosting it. You said three hours, right? Was, I mean, yeah. that's a big show. And you're talking to players, you're talking to coaches. First of all, for those who didn't watch, can you walk us through the news and everything you know today about Patrick Mahomes' ankle? Way better than last week. Right after the game, he or the, their divisional game, we got hurt. Right after the game, he started rehabbing. And then next two days, they got him running in a pool. The day after that, they got him running in an Ultra G, which is a treadmill that pulls you off the ground more so you don't put your full weight on the treadmill. And then they got him on the field. Like this dude, there's certain guys who are just superhuman or just great healers, he's not a great healer. He's a superhuman healer. This is an injury that would sideline most, especially a running quarterback, two to four weeks. And there was no, and it was funny. If you remember him when he originally heard it and he was kind of throwing a fit on the sideline. screaming at the... And the reason why is Andy Reid had told him, you're not going back in the game unless you get x-rays. And he's like, no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. He's like, I'm good, I'm good. Like, nope. Jay, I was working you. the sideline that game. She was right I was there. within arm's reach oh, really? of Patrick, and I told Jerry afterwards, because there's only so much you can report live. It was the national radio broadcast and had to kind of be careful. But I said it looked like an intervention of B enemy and I mean Matt Nagy and Coach Reed just saying go and Rick in Burkle the locker room. Their trainer, but they're right? just like, We're not letting you play unless you have uh, X rays. Yeah. And he was like, No, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm good. And they're like, No, so they have to protect him from himself. Because yep. there were some guys who were just different. Patrick Mahomes is different. Although I'm sure you appreciate it, but you were not super shocked against the Bengals to see that performance. It wasn't. No, I, I mean you appreciate it for what it no. was, but you weren't shocked no, by that. No, he's when all is said and done, he'll be talked about in the category of the Brady's and the Jordans and the LeBrons and the Tiger Woods and people like that. The Serena Williams, yeah. 
And I imagine when you're when you're there covering and trying to get info, like, is this the hardest week to get info? This has to be the most tight-lipped that everyone is, especially when it comes to injuries and stuff like that. No, I'm still pretty good. Like, you know, <laughs> you know as far as, like, my, my relationships yeah. are they're right. everything, right? So it's not like Super Bowl week people clam up on me. You have relationships, you have relationships. And my relationships on both teams are really, really strong. Andy Reid and I are very close, have been for years and years and years. And then a bunch of the Eagle players, man, I've trained – Eagle players for a long time and you were in the gym you were an unbreakable performance at our gym when I first got Lane Johnson I started training Lane Johnson right he he lived with me and my son for four months the funniest thing was this is back in the day my son was like 10 years old and obviously I'm short I'm 5'7 and Lane comes into our house and he sees out the two short you know me and my son he goes damn I feel like Gandalf in this house I remember Lane's first day at Unbreakable, and mm-hmm. I think I was finishing, uh, and he was working out we with made players. Him up eight times. I was in the bathroom, like washing my hands, and obviously this giant human being comes rushing in God. to the bathroom to throw mm-hmm. up. And I yep. walked out, I'm like, that guy. I don't know if he's all right. And eight, seven more times later, yep. and then he's been the best offensive yep. lineman in football, pretty much. But what's so, the difference between him and everybody else? Everybody else, they would throw up, they wouldn't come back. He stayed for four months and came back another year and another year. Came back last year after his, after one of his, his surgeries, his ankle surgery. And first time we put pressure on it and we got back to some of our training. And our whole thing with him is, you know, with all our, our players, we try to give them that fighter mentality. And a lot of that fighter mentality is it's your honor to fight hurt, right? Randy Couture is my partner in this, right? And Randy was ne- – this guy – you know, he goes and breaks his arm He's never against Gonzaga and is like, oh man, I got around before they stop it. I better go in this fight now and slams him on his face and breaks his nose and finishes his fight. But he went in against Brock Lesnar with a torn elbow. And I was like, hey man, maybe we pull out of this fight. And he's like, what do you mean pull out of the fight? And I'm like, Randy, we haven't been able to lift your fucking tiny. Like you're not, wait, Brock is, you know, a monster. Let's go in full strength. And he's like, are you out of your mind, Jay? That's the whole point. Like, could you imagine if I could beat him at 50%? Even if I could just slam him at 50%, that's what makes me a warrior. No, that, and he just starts yelling at me. I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down, cowboy. But that's what we, same thing with Lane. Man, it's your honor to fight hurt. And this, since he tore his groin, I, make no mistake, Lane Johnson is not playing on a, a like a pull. Or th- he tore his groin. It's torn, which needs surgery. Man, what he did to Bosa last week on one leg was ridiculous. But after, before every single game, I talked to him. I'm like, hey, remember this, it's your honor to fight hurt. And all these players, the great ones, uh, Rondé Barber, who never, he had the longest active streak of players of consecutive games played when, when he was playing. He's 179 pounds. And he had the longest active streak of players of consecutive games played when he had retired. And he played through, man, broken forearm, broken thumb, cracked knee, cracked shin, high ankle sprain, this and that. And same thing. He's like, man, if I could shut this guy down, Knowing in my head I'm at 70%, that makes me a gangster. And that was his like mentality. And and a lot of these guys, Tony Gonzalez didn't miss a game for 15 years. And same thing, sprained ankles, this and that. You know, the strands of the world, that, that's what makes you different. Lane has, has reached that level. He's different, right? It's his honor to fight hurt. He approaches the game as a fighter, no longer as a football player. And that's what we try and teach these guys. I mean, you talk about what makes you great. What makes you so great in your job is these relationships. You mentioned Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni. So much of the storyline is Reid facing his former team. Yeah. And Sirianni, who got fired by Andy Reid, facing his former team. No, he didn't get former- retained. So he didn't get fired. <laughs> he right, get retained. Right. Fair Different. enough. Different. <laughs> so what do you know that's going through both head coaches' mind right now as they approach this one? So Andy's actually, like, enjoying it more. Yeah. So last week, I spent some time with him the other day. I had to go to Kansas City. So we spent a good, good amount of time. And he's like, you know what, man? I'm just enjoying this. He said, after the AFC Championship game, he said, I stayed up till like 5.30 in the morning, returning like every text. Uh. And then my wife yelled at me like, what are you doing? You're too old to be staying up all night. You got to be it. So, but he's like, I'm really just, now at this point, I'm just trying to enjoy those other things that I didn't That's enjoy awesome. in the past. And then Nick, I'm like, dude, you know, it's not supposed to be this easy, right? But, you know, in your second year. But when I went to Eagles camp this year, there are three teams this year that I said, man, these teams I think are going to be the, the, the teams to contend with. I was right on two. I was wrong on one. I was wrong on the Rams. thought they had a Bobby Wagner and Robinson, and, man, things are going to go okay. But the other one was the Vikings, because having Kevin O'Connell in there, I just thought the way he was going to change that culture, man, he was just going to vibe with them and get, and get the most out of Kirk Cousins. And then the other one was the Eagles, and the reason why, when I went out to camp, it was so different in the confidence they had in Nick, where last year it was like, 
okay, we're, we're still trying to figure this dude out. Like he came out of nowhere to be a head coach. His interview just happened randomly. He happened to be in Florida. He had no clothes with him, showed up <laughs> like he was surfing and just kind of blew him out of the water. And so they're like, this guy know what he's talking about. He's not always taught like that. So they're still trying to figure him out. But what he did in his rookie year, they ended up buying in. So this whole offseason, they really bought in. So when they went to camp and he was coaching, it's just a totally different. When you have the full confidence of everybody, and I saw the weapons they had, I said, this team's going to be a team that's going to be a contender. I picked them to win the NFC East. And I was like, man, they're going to be tough. And, and that was the reason why he just, that whole culture bought into him. And when you're 100% sure on something, that takes away the hesitation. The hesitation is where you can get burned. I was racking my brain earlier trying to figure out Super Bowl's past. You know, there's always, even if it's a close margin between the two teams, there's always a pretty clear favorite. And I really think this is a game where I cannot figure no. out. I know the sports books have, you know, the Eagles are slightly favored. But when I just look at it, I really have no good yeah. beat on who should be favorite in this game. So and, I think it's the boxer versus the brawler. Yeah. And the brawlers are obviously the Eagles. Right? They're just a physical team. Man, they will beat you up. They want to beat you up. And the boxer, the finesse team, is Kansas City, right? And you never know with that quarterback and that tight end and what he does with all his weapons, right? They just kind of pick you apart. And it's like they're trying to hit you from the outside and they can pick you apart. And he does, right? And eventually he's just going to kind of outlast you on the scorecards and he's the last man standing. Yeah. I, I just can't. I don't know about you, Olivia. Like, I'm real. I know, you know, she, Chiefs are her, your second favorite. You say your second favorite team? Yeah. Like, Packers I've got, I've got won. Two. Packers Chiefs won. I'm AFC from team. Kansas City. Okay. Oh, you Chiefs, are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So earlier when you I said like you plaza. had to go to Kansas City, I like the I was plaza. Like, a little <laughs> No, let me tell you something about Kansas City, okay? You guys have this really fucked up haunted house out there. Do you know what, what I'm talking about? The gates of hell? No. Do you know, you don't know about this? Oh, like the kind that you pay for on Halloween to go in? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Yeah, I like went when 45 I was 13. Minutes. Yeah, I went with Tony Gonzalez, <laughs> Kyle Turley, and John Wellborn. It's like an old okay? warehouse. Yeah. It's scared? an old warehouse. You're it's scared. 45 minutes. That's but cool. halfway through, Tony Gonzalez starts going, I don't do this anymore. I don't do this anymore. I don't do this. And he starts going back. I'm like, dude, why are you going back? Like, it's like swimming out halfway to a lake and yeah. you swim back. Like, we're halfway through already. And then they warned me not to get in a fight with any of the monsters. And I'm like, they well, born, you got popped for steroids 19 times. And Turley, you're in freaking anger management. And you guys are warning me. And sure as shit, I got in a fight with one of the ghouls because <laughs> the, all the lights are out. And there are a lot of like, they Terrifying. touch you and stuff, right? Don't get too so, close. So like with me, so the lights are out and all of a sudden, bam, the lights are on. And there's ghouls in my face. So I throw ghouls. my elbow up as a reaction to defend myself <laughs> against the walking dead. And the guy just missed it. And then he started talking shit to me. And I started talking shit to him. And they had to like, hey, let's go. And, and so, of course, only me. I'm going to get in a fight with a ghoul For over reference, there. he so is talking right. about like when you're in eighth grade, your mom drops you off. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're to... scary, dude. And they're touching you. And they're like, yeah, they the lights are yeah, they're touching, to. right? They yeah. Touch and they're grabbing your ankles and stuff. You're going over drawbridges. And there's no lights on. It's it's It's... it's the scariest shit I've done. I yes. love so, that that's your memory of Kansas City. Yes, that is my you memory of Kansas City. You know we got a lot City. more. As, I guess maybe I'm thinking about it from like the actor perspective. If I'm like working there, I'm playing one of the zombies, I see you and Tony Gonzalez and Turley. I'm like, all right, let's not get too close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't still Instead, they're trying be, to scare the big yeah, guys, right? I would just be like, well, you know what? Let's not get hey, too close funny. here. A, a Didn't a, think a, we if a ghoul touches me, I'm going to fuck a ghoul up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk more about some ghouls on both teams. Like I mentioned, I was just covering the Chiefs the other day, so I got to talk to some players and, and be right there on the sideline. I talked to Isaiah Pacheco after the game, and I kind of like, as we do talk about betting angles and props, I think he's going to have a great game. Both playoff games, he's had double-digit carries. Philly cannot stop the run. They need him to have. And they're limited at receiver. I think he's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. When you look at like a, a guy like that, a rookie, I mean, yeah. what do you think some of these guys, you talk so much about the mental game, right. a guy who here I am predicting having a great game numbers wise. What do you think a rookie is going into this well, game? There's thinking? two things. Either a rookie goes in and they're so wide eyed and they're like, oh my God. Right. And they nerve up or they don't know what they don't know. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it plays into them like that. Yeah. But it's, it's usually the, the former. I don't think so though. He is so confident and he mm -hmm. really, I don't think it's going to get to him. Plus Andy has so much experience. Like I'm sure they're going through practice. So, these coaches have to change how you practice because they have to say, okay, <clears throat> we do this. Now we have to, they have, almost have to practice like pregame warmups, guys. We're going to do this. We're going to go in now and it's going to be an extra half hour instead of like normal. So you almost practice it. You have yeah. to practice how you're going to handle the cadence for, right. for halftime. He's been able to do that. There's also like Andy will tell us guys, normally you get on the field and you get so jazzed up. Well, then all of a sudden there's so much pageantry. You have to wait for 35 minutes. 
guys sometimes will gas out. Yeah, He'll be yeah. able to make sure that doesn't happen because he's been in it so much. That's where experience comes into play. You talked about, too, like going to camps and stuff like that. One thing I've always loved, because, you know, knowing you all these years, I know when you would go leave on, like, your camp tour. And first of all, how long have you been doing that? I mean— 1993. Is when you started to go. Yeah. And how many camps— That's 30, you... 31 years now. Uh, 30. 30? You're okay. That's the year I was born, and I'm almost 30. <laughs> She's like, don't go, don't add yeah. too much onto that. How many—is there, like, do you know going in— So, how many... honestly, the Chiefs used to be my favorite team. It's, they were in River Falls, Wisconsin— and that's why I learned about cheese curds and uh, New Galera spotted owl, a spotted cow. And I was like, and also like for me, I grew up in Jersey, New York. So like, this was like any town USA was beautiful. I loved it. And I was like, I stayed in this bed and breakfast and I'd stay at Chiefs camp longer than any other camps because I became friends with these people who were on a, oh, a bed and awesome. breakfast. Oh, but let me tell you the worst training camp story of all. Please, oh, please. All right, yes. let's okay. do it. So this I go out to this, I go out to this other team and I get put up in like, uh, I don't want to say the hotel, but the room for like twenty nine ninety nine. And that's the only thing they had. Because some of these camps were in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden, this dude was like, Mr. Glazer, this we have for you. We have this. It's like a smoking, like, twin bedroom. Like, twin bed? What am I, fucking You can seven? smoke as much as you want. Like, here, yeah, sure. right? <laughs> so I was like, no, no. I'm mean, you know, with Fox. And I have to do it. And he's like, no, no. He's like, that's all we have. It's, well, I'll tell you, it's the Ravens. He's like, it's Ravens Family Week. So every hotel's book is all that's there. It's all you have. So I'm like, man, I'm staying in this crappy little dumpy place. It's freaking disgusting. It's 29 bucks a night. And they're like, that's all there. And the manager being a, a dick. So he finally takes me. I go down in the room and I look up around the room. And, well, I don't have a problem with the, with the French fries on the floor <laughs> oh, or the no. spiders and the spider webs in the window oh, no. or the pieces of wallpaper ripped off the wall. But what the fuck is up with all the blood splattered no. all over this wall? What? Right? Yes, yes, yes. So I walk back down and I tell the manager, you come with me. He's like, Mr. Glazer, I said, hey, dude, we can do this easy way or the hard way. Yeah, well, you're coming down to this room with me. Okay? Right you're coming to this room with me. So I come down, bring him down. And by the way, I'm supposed to go in there. I'm supposed to be Rex Ryan and Mike Pettin for no. dinner, who are coaches for the Ravens at the time. So I said, you're coming with me. And I said, hey, man, I don't got a problem with the spiders over the French fries, but dude, what the fuck is up with the blood all over the wall? And he literally says to me, oh, oh yeah, I got to call housekeeping about that. Stop. I said, housekeeping? Like you call forgot. Call Jack Bauer. Yeah, call, call like Homeland Security. What are you calling? <laughs> Maybe the Housekeeper. Like this happens all the time. Are you serious? He's like, going, calm down. I said, what, are you going to slaughter me? I said, what's going on? He goes, Mr. Mr. Glazer, Mr. Glazer, we'll get you another room. I said, you said there's no other rooms. He goes, well, not at this price point. I was like, well, I didn't care. Like, so, so, no. So he's like, we'll get you. Norman Bates suite. He's like, I'll get you the the best hotel room in town. Well, the best hotel room in town is across the street at this inn that is a converted schoolhouse like the freaking Shining. Oh, my God. So he puts me in there. So I call Rex Ryan and Mike Pettin. I say, hey, you guys at the pub, they say, yeah, I need you to get the biggest steak knives you have over there. I need you to come over and meet me at this hotel because I'm sleeping with these knives in this hotel. And that's, yeah, that was my... I would ask Trading to camp do you have a guest room. And it, and the Giants Stay one time. Oh, uh, what the don't 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 make me upset about the Giants. No, Where'd well, they put this you? is when I was so broke, I didn't have enough money for to like stay, so I had to find a place to stay. And my cousin had a frat house up there at University of Albany. This but sounds he like a friendlier story. But he, he hasn't used it yet. Oh, you'd and, be surprised. And I walked in, and it was a converted crack house, Jesus. which they hadn't cleaned yet. And I drove up on a motorcycle, so I had like somebody, Bob Tish's assistant drove up like my, my clothes for me, right? And I couldn't get in any of the bedrooms. So like the TV's knocked over, the couch that I'm gonna have to sleep on is burnt out. So I take my clothes and I put it out to sleep on this. And in the middle of the night, oh, no. this six foot seven, I still don't know if it was a guy or a gal, but in a bathrobe, a shower cap and jeans, comes climbing into the window to like shoot up. And I'm like, what? what <laughs> You got the wrong house. You got the right. And I am crap on my pants. I throw an Arizona iced tea bottle at this thing. He runs or she or whatever runs out the window. And I call Strayan the next day because I had no sheets, no nothing. And Michael stole or borrowed sheets and pillows from the Giants to bring to me so I could use in this crack thing and then more steak knives. So I could defend myself. Wait, <laughs> okay, which my cortisol raises when you come on the show. I'm, I'm stressed. This is like I wrote a mental health book this year, but I, it's all this other stuff. If you I had to include. do, if you had to do three things, you have to pick one of these three things. You have to do again. You'd have to go through the haunted house in Kansas City. No, you have to stay in the blood splattered room in Baltimore, yeah. or you have to stay at the crack den where the oh. giant. Which one do you, you have to pick? One. Which one will you go through again? 
if Strahan will steal the stuff from me again and I could stay on the, like, you'll, you'll and, and, I, and I'm weaponized, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd go there. An yeah. Arizona iced tea bottle's and, not weaponized. Yeah, I'm, I'm Good okay, detail right, right, that I'm you okay. remember the bottle. I remember everything. Those bottles, yeah. too, were a little extra. Right, yeah, like, yeah. Big, big, a little yeah. bigger. But there, let me tell you something. I, you know, we're tough, but when someone breaks in the way your heart, like, <gasps> you oh are, it is like, like, I just, I just froze. I was, like, I wasn't the tough guy that I thought I was. I was, like, sh- crap in my What's pants. What's amazing is you didn't hang, you didn't say, this is the end of Jay Glazer's camp tours. You kept going. No, it, was, it was night one. It was the first night of the entire camp. It was 40 days. That could have been it. It could The whole yeah, no, career could no. have been different. And this is, back then, I was getting 450 bucks a year from New York One TV, and the New York Post is paying me $250 an article. That was my whole yearly salary. Oh, so damn. I had to be there, but they wouldn't pay for anything. So the only way I was getting paid is yeah. I had to be there to break some news on the Giants or, and use other sources for Jets or whoever else to break news. So I had to be there. And I had to be there and I didn't have enough money to pay for anything. So that went on for 11 years, as you know. As you do know everyone and talk to everyone, especially after last night getting all that face-to-face time, do you have a lean in this game? No, because, it's, again, it's the boxer and brawler. Like, yeah. you know, they try and take away that run. Like, even like, let's say you try and take away the run for Philly, right? And you're going to go, okay, we're going to try and see if, if Jalen could step up in this game. But if you put those rookies on an island against those two receivers, man, and and even Dallas Goddard, like, man, it's just it's kind of pick your poison. Yeah. But so I've been thinking it's on Jalen too. Like Jalen needs to step up big in this game because I think they're going to put the pressure on him. Yeah, I bought in a little bit. I, my Super Bowl picks were uh, Eagles, Bengals, and after watching that Bengals Bills game, I definitely do. You think I, I wondered about this because I and I, I've even asked athletes like Strahan, like the bulletin board stuff. Does that really motivate? so like, guys, guys like Mahomes stuff. look for? Yeah, they need things like that. Well, I they thought, look. They 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 make stuff up there, like Jordan did. Right. They make stuff up in their minds. Yeah. I thought the Bengals got a little. What do you know about that? Sorry to cut you off. I can't say. <laughs> I can't make say it stuff here. up. Can you elaborate what you mean though? They'll find reasons. They or someone on their team has been disrespected. Okay. Be like, all right, all right, all right, you think, all right, yeah, like, which normally doesn't even exist. So Chiefs Bengals week was amazing for the Chiefs. That was easy for them. Yeah. The, the, that's Very what I'm easy. saying. The yes. Bengals did that pissed their them job. off beyond belief. The yes. mayor of Cincinnati that pissed them off beyond belief. Burrowhead. Yes. Like, why would you do that? I know. So what, like, don't so poke stupid. the bear. It's like when people used to talk shit about Brady. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't do that. Between and he has that same thing. Between that, like a bad. He's like, all right, motherfucker. This yeah. playoff has been tougher. Mayors. Not that Adams had anything to do with the Empire State Building being lit up green, but he made some he comments about Kyrie Irving. I'm like, you need to go investigate who lit up the Empire State Building in green and white. Jeez, it's like yeah. the worst thing ever. But yeah, I thought yeah. that the Cincinnati mayor just why would yeah, you like why would you why would you be the one that fires up the best player in the NFL? Like, what are you doing? I, yeah, hey, 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 Kelsey was right. Know your freaking place, and that ain't it. And Kelsey's another one you like. We trained him fan. too. Were you there for yeah, him? Yeah, I was us? there for Kelsey. He was yes. training with us also, he's, Travis and he's Kelsey. A, he's a Cleveland and guy. And he was filming that reality show. Remember the dating yes. Kelsey thing? Yes. Oh, you're killing him over it. It was and great. And I still don't understand yeah. how I love to bet like first touchdown of the game. Yeah. And, he t- and I'm like, Kel- it can't be Kelsey. And, and he's always open, right? And he always gets yeah. a touchdown. It's always open. And he got the first touchdown in that AFC He's like Cooper Cup. Game. Like, how are they always open? It's unbelievable. Yeah. And just they know how to separate at the right time and how to they know how to sell it to get somebody to go where they're not. Walk us through what Sunday will look like for you. Obviously, Fox is hosting, and you're hosting yep. the pregame show. Walk us through that. We have a five-hour pregame show. So, what do you talk about for five hours? I don't know. Our production meeting's Thursday. Haunted houses <laughs> in Kansas City. Yeah. You'll find out Thursday. Our production meeting's Thursday. Yeah. Here's what's great about our show. We don't rehearse. Like, wow. when you see us on Sunday, that's the first time we're saying, like, we don't rehearse. Like, yeah. we say, we'll do a two-hour show at a military base. We have no rehearsal, nothing. We, are, we just know each other so well. And our producer, Bill Richards, gives us really the room for us to be us. And then he'll wrap us when we need to wrap. And when Brash and I are kind of go off the deep end, and he'll make sure we don't get in trouble. But for the most part, there's no other TV show that can do this. And here's the other thing. This is my family. Like, we are, we love each other. We hang out constantly. Off-season, in-season, hang out constantly. No other show hangs out like the amount we do. Holidays together. Best man at each other's weddings. Godfather of each other's children. You know, I adopted my son, Sammy. And I leaned into Howie Long and how to be a dad and like really learned. I talk now about mental health. Terry Bradshaw is the first who really talked about it. I lean on him now. He leans on me. When we're struggling, we tell each other. Like what other show does something like it? Like he came to me the other day. He's like, man, I'm having a bad day between the years. I don't need you to say anything. I just need somebody who understands. Mm. Like that's how close we are. And then two weeks ago, I had a bad, really bad, dark gray attack about a half hour before our show where I felt like crying and like, my depression just got so bad to me where I felt like the sky was falling and, and my world was ending. And I told Kurt, 
and Stray. And Kurt's like, do you want me to take you in the room right now and talk? Like, do you want to like, mm-hmm. I'm here. What do you want? What do you need from me? And he's trying to get ready for the show. Right, clock's ticking. What do you need from me? And that's our family. That's what we do for each other. And that's what I tell everybody out there with the mental health work that I'm doing now, you need to find your team. And teams could be, you know, God or your kids or your wife or your husband, but they deserve to know what's going on with you so they could be good teammates to you also because they want to be good teammates for you. Yeah, it shows like, you know, as far as though, like a pregame show and stuff yeah. like that, your guys' friendship yeah. just is what we love I feel other. like that's what everyone tunes in. Like, of course, yeah. we want the scoop from you. Yeah. We want the insight from everyone. But we're a rolling party. You're inviting us into your house every weekend for years and that's years and years. How many years now has it been? Do you know? This is my 20th, I think. So Howie and Terry and Jimmy, 30. Me and Kurt's 20. Stray's like 15. So, yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. But that's family. That's, yeah. We just, we love each other so much. I was just, we're all together right before, like we've been together today. We were together last night. We're just, and then not just us, our executives. We hang yeah. out with our executives. Constantly hang out. Yeah. Like our producers and our, and our CEO and our president and our executive producers and our executive vice president. We literally all hang out. It's incredible. For those who don't follow your podcast, Unbreakable, it's a fantastic podcast. And you have so many great people on it in sports and outside yeah. of sports. So it's not just a sports podcast. Yeah, Guy Fietti on this week. Who's fantastic. Our, my dude, yep. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, like, no one really knows his story, how he got to where he got to. He, he doesn't tell it. And he opens up and he, <laughs> I, I've been one of his best friends for a long time. I didn't you realize, didn't I didn't yeah. know the whole thing from how it started. But that's a, to, that'll be a good To listen. where he is. Yeah, I had no idea. Man. That's yeah, great. Jay, can't thank you enough. I know yes. you, this oh, I love is, you uh, definitely not a yes. light week for you. Uh, we're going to be watching you, you for you. five Appreciate hours you. on Fox Preview yes, you are. with everybody else. Yeah. Um, Big week. Congrats. Thank Big you. Week. Every year. I, I hope this never wears off. It, you know what? never does. I Good. always act. So every single Super Bowl mat, I go take a little step on the side. And I always tell every head coach to do the same thing in their first head coaching job. I'll find a little somewhere by myself, and I will literally look up to God and say, thank you, my best friend God. I, I can't believe I'm in here. I'm here, and I, I'm never going to act like I – like, hey, I've been there before. Like, man, this is unbelievable. I'm still waiting to wake up in fifth grade. And none of this happened. So I always want to feel that way. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I live in gratitude with that. And I try and get every head coach to do the same thing in their first ever game. Love that. Love that, Jay. And love yeah. you. You're the best. Thank you. And uh, enjoy your t- Enjoy Monday. Thank when, you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. settles down. And, anybody, again, we talked mental health a little bit. So got my book out there, Unbreakable. Yes. How I turn my depression, anxiety, and motivation. You can too. And there's a lot of football stories in there. Ooh. It'll make you laugh your ass off. And I got Even though podcast, it's a mental health book, it's great. Fired up and for my flight home. Podcast, absolutely. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. But we talk a lot of shit on there, so it's good. <laughs> Jay Glazer, everyone. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. He's one of one. Do you see why I say, like, when I talk about, like, my L.A. big brother, it yep. was absolutely Jay for all the reasons. But, yeah, just, I mean, the fact that he's so humble and grateful, too, I think that is exactly why people take to him so well. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely going to take some time off. And he's going to hit, like, 40 camps. There's not I even mean, 40 teams. He's going to hit 40 <laughs> camps in the summer. So, he's going to the uh, CFL. But and arena t- football. I told you before we started, though, we're not going to get anything. He's not going to lean one way. You just he just he's, he keeps it pro. Like you got to watch on Sunday if he has an inkling or a scoop or something. It's going to come out Sunday morning. Did you notice the one thing he dangled right in front of us, which I'm thinking is going to be his scoop on Sunday? Is Patrick Mahomes has to make up bulletin board material. He clammed up right when he started to give us something good, and I think he's going to really share an interesting story on Sunday. That's my guess. Well, I think if the Eagles, and, and the Eagles are smart, by the way, I think the Eagles are good at trash talking and knowing yeah. when and knowing how. And I don't think, I don't think, I mean, if it's going to be something, it's probably something really small that gets turned into something way bigger. So this way, there's some bulletin board there, but don't give them any. I mean, Philly. they already do. They're they're an underdog. Patrick Mahomes, as an underdog, is eight and one and one versus spread, six and three straight up. We've already kind of talked off camera. We talked last week on Unleashed with Brad Evans, but we were both leaning Chiefs last week. Where are you at now? I think I've I'm back on Philly. I just still because I look Gary. at the offensive and no. I, by the way, I don't think I was leaning Kansas City last I think week. You were. I don't think I Roll was. Roll the tape. Someone go we back. We got to figure out week. that tape. Yeah. But uh, I still just look at the lines. I look at the, the Eagles' offensive and defensive line, and I just think it's going to be too much. To overcome, but I do think it's going to be a great game. But would I be shocked if Mahomes like lights nah. it up and wins a close one? No, I think we're at the point now where, and this is why this all feels so long yeah. this whole week. 
Yeah. We need them to play. <laughs> I know. Hassan Reddick, my guy, who we're going to talk about with Peter Andrew later when we start talking about some of our Super Bowl props and stuff like that. He tweeted what everyone was thinking this morning. He was like, it's only Tuesday, dot, dot, dot. Like That would scare me a little bit to know somewhere Reddick is just in a hotel room just like seething to get at this game. So we talked a little bit with Jay, too, about experience and that when the lights are on and you have two weeks to hear nothing but – good and bad things about your team younger players can tend to either clam up uh get overwhelmed you might kind of forget something that otherwise would have come naturally and i think that's the chief's biggest edge and i am leaning chiefs and i like one and a half i really like a money line at plus money i I still think that's kind of the best bet i think that's the play but we were just talking before we started the chiefs have 30 players who have played in a super bowl before the eagles have 10 i feel like that could be a big difference not to mention the coaching staff I think when, yes, when it comes to the experience, all of it, Andy Reid, 30 players, we're going to see. We're going to learn a lot about all the kind of tropes that we always talk about, yep. experience versus rookies and bulletin. All that stuff is going to get answered on Sunday. And hopefully we're all on the right side of it, betting-wise, so we can yep. also make some money while we learn some stuff about it. But it's been a great, it's been a really, really great season. I mean, it's very exciting. Okay, a little trivia because I was trying to stump Jerry with this earlier. Okay. Who is an Eagles player? And we'll see on Twitter if people can tweet live to us. Yeah, let's see if you know this answer. If you know, who is the Eagles player playing in their third Super Bowl? And he's one and one. Right. Well, I will stress, yes, as I was about to say. Let's uh, see if anyone tweets He's not two and oh in the Super Bowl going into his third. It's one and one. Because I was thrown because I was trying to think who's about to win their third Super Bowl. And three teams. Are we going to answer it? Anyone? Anyone answering? Isaac, shout if someone tweets at us. So that's one I want to dangle in front of everyone. If anyone tweets back at us an answer, let's see if anyone gets it. The other one was there's a Chief player playing in his fourth Super Bowl. Do you know who that is? I. It has to be someone on like the offensive line, which uh, forgive me, I don't. I, I don't. You don't know. know the Chief starting five offensive line. I think I know four of the five. Okay. <laughs> who is it? Can you give that one to the audience now? No, I'm gonna dangle that one too. All I want, right. I want y'all to interact with us. I want you to tweet at us. Go ahead and tweet at me directly so I can see. And at BetMGM. Y'all holler if we get someone. So those are two little good good trivia facts. But in general, Chiefs, experience, experience, experience. Mahomes and Kelsey, it's their third together alone. Andy Reid's fourth. Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, it's his third. I mean, this Chiefs team knows how to handle this week. They know how to handle the two weeks here. I mean, I just, how can you not like the Chiefs in this spot? I, I just, here's what I keep coming back to. It's been the Eagles all year. Meaning... They had decent hype out of the preseason, and then they were a juggernaut through the first, what, what did they go, 9-0, 10-0, whatever, before they lost. Then they had that little slide with the injuries, and then they rolled. Yes, it has been a charmed playoff run, meaning, you know, you get to play the Giants and the Niners without a quarterback. I get all that, but maybe this, I just think it's just their year. I think things have broke their way, and I think that they've been the team all year. This might be, can they, the question for me is, can they go wire to wire? And yes, if you take out Mahomes, that'll answer any doubts about about the team. And they're just stacked. I got gotcha. you. Even when the, when they were drafting last year, and they got AJ Brown, and they add, they're just loaded. And I don't think the Chiefs are loaded. Okay, let me tell you what I'm now thinking as we're getting closer to the Super Bowl, and all you hear is talk, talk, talking, and we're doing the same thing. We're talk, talk, talking. But I feel like if the Chiefs can lean on their run game, we know how good that Eagles defensive front is. They are going to give Mahomes no time. No. Kelsey's his comfort blanket. That's his first check. And he should be absolutely times. quadruple teamed yes. if possible, 100%. I mentioned with Jay, I like Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie running back. Jarek McKinnon is back as well. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is activated. He's back. He is? Whoa, really? Yes. yes. That's a name so, I haven't heard in a long time. He hasn't played since November. So, I wonder what his odds are for first touchdown. Probably a bajillion to one. Yeah. Oh, you like it? No, I don't like it at all. <laughs> I, 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 so Least favorite bet. Pacheco has had double-digit carries in both playoff games. He's hot. He's confident. He catches the ball out of the backfield. I like Pacheco's stats, and we're going to talk more props with Peter Andrew. But I feel like this is the Chiefs' advantage if they can do it. And I mentioned uh, Eagles' run defense is horrible. They're 24th in the NFL in yards per carry allowed. So if the Chiefs can just dial this one up, I love Andy Reid scouting. And if I can find this advantage, <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I, I hear you. I'm not discounting what the Chiefs could do and would not be shocked. But again, I just come back to, I just look at the weapons on both sides of the yeah. ball. And I think 
after Mahomes and like, all right, if you want to just go by skill position, you have Kelsey and I think the next bunch of players after that, I think you name like five Eagles before you get to the next Chief. Yeah. Like if you're going skill position outside of the quarterbacks, you go Kelsey, then I think you're really in like Miles Sander, A.J. Brown, Devontae. So then I think you could come to Pacheco and then I think you dip back to the, I just dip back to the Eagles for God. I think you're naming like four Eagles after Kelsey. So to me, yes, if can Mahomes, Pacheco, and Kelsey put up enough points? Yeah. No, I'm with you. Which injury to the quarterback bothers you more? Scares you more, I guess. I think the Mahomes one. Scare- well, it's weird because he he's overcoming. We just heard Jay just talk about how he's the greatest healer of all time. Superhuman. Superhuman, X-Man level, mutant healing ability. So I guess I can't say Mahomes, but I just... I look at the placement of the injury. I mean, I think Hertz is good to go. I don't I don't think the injury, I mean, the adrenaline that's going to be going through and whatever else, I don't think the injuries are going to factor. I think when Mahomes played the Bucks with that injury, I think that injury was a big, bigger factor right. than this one. And he said so too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you a play I like. I like the under. It started, opened at 49 and a half. Now it's 50 and a half. I like the under in the Super Bowl. First of all, all seven playoff games, the under hit. So, hello. And all then, seven? Is that all seven? Whoa. The under hit. And then I like the under in the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl attracts more casual bettors. So they're driving up the number because a lot of people don't have skin in the game unless you're a fan of the two teams left standing. You kind of don't care. You just want to watch all the, you know, the opening, the anthem, the halftime, all that. You're just excited to watch the game. You want to see scoring. You want to see touchdowns. You want to see all these stars we've just mentioned. So everyone's hammering the over. I think... As the week goes on, you wait and see what the number's at, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be the under. So I like that under 50 and a half. I like that call. And I also think that favors your narrative being a Chiefs fan and wanting the Chiefs to win the game, because I think, uh, I don't know if the Chiefs will win a, can win a shootout with the Eagles. So I think for, in order for the Chiefs to win, which is kind of what you're hoping for, I do think it needs to be a little bit muddier of a game, a little bit lower scoring. I don't know if it turns into a shootout, although I love Mahomes in the shootout. Yeah. Again, I just go back to the offensive weapons that I think tilts. But I, I just think the Eagles' defense, to your point with the under, is going to have a lot to say about the scoring in this game, too. That defense, I've watched them three times up close and then obviously tracked them the whole year, and they have had the most terrifying defense in the league. And that's no disrespect to the Niners or the Cowboys yeah. or anyone else. I've been the most terrified, even as a Giants fan, of the Eagles' defense this year. As I mentioned, everyone placing bets on this game. I've got to give a shout out for something I just read a couple hours before we started. Over 50 million adults are going to be betting on the big game. $16 billion. And by the way, the percentage of people betting is up 61% from last year. Obviously, four more states have legalized, so that is a lot more people. But the, the same amount of people who run are runners in the United States are betting on the Super Bowl. I just hope, and I've been a little little disrespectful this year of kickers. I think we all have. I've begged for the extra point to get moved back up. Why we have to watch for? I just hope, I pray for both the kicker's sake, not for mine as a fan, for the kicker's sake that we are not going to be in a situation where Harrison Bucker come out of the field for a 42-yard field goal to send it into. I I just don't want to see. But don't you feel like we are? I do, and that's what I guess I'm afraid of, and I just don't want to see it. It's been a rough year with kickers, and I'm so down on kicking as a part of football at this point, and maybe because so many of my bets have been destroyed by an extra point yeah. or got, or people going 0 for 4 for yeah. extra points. So I just really hope it just doesn't come down to that. And that's why I think one prop I do like, and we'll talk more about it with Peter when he comes on, the Harrison Bucker made kicks one yeah. and a half. I just like under. Two reasons. I don't trust the made kicking field game. Goals. Made field goals. I don't trust... Kickers at in general, but yeah. also I think again for the Chiefs to win, they're if they get rely. close, they're gonna have to go for it on four. I think okay. they're gonna have to get touchdowns. I don't think they could settle unless it's that kind of game. I mean, I don't think they could settle for field goal, field goal. I think if it's fourth and four, I want put the ball in Mahomes' hand and yeah. not on the on the leg of someone else. So then you you still like over? I like under. under. I know. I like the okay. under. I think he can. Ooh. I think he'll make one. And then yeah, obviously What's his extra, extra points. I don't even want yeah. to. I can't, yeah, I my brain say. cannot even handle. Yeah extra points. I don't yeah, even want to yeah, think yeah. about them anymore. I've got to just bring up one more stat because I've got my little list here and I've, I've, I'm trying to convince you on the Chiefs and that's what it's my not, job I, here is. Oh, really? Okay. That's what my job here is. Let's hear it. Um, the other one Brad Evans told us on last week's episode of Unleashed and it's strength of schedule. The Chiefs had the number 16 ranked strength of schedule. The, the Eagles 31. 
And this is a noisy, noisy huevo. A noisy huevo stat. Brad Evans, you're about to get. I love a weird stat. This is this one's this not is too a, this obscure, is a good though. one. I think this one's legit. This is a good one. And when the two teams meeting in the Super Bowl have a difference of ten spots in strength of schedule, which is this time since 2004, the team with the harder strength of schedule goes ten and two. Ten and two. Did I describe that right? I, so yeah, let me just recap that because yeah. Yes, if there is 10 spot difference between strength of schedule, that team with the hard schedule 10 and 2. Uh yeah. I think that's a worthy stat and that does say something and uh, I think it's huge. And it goes off too. I mean, it definitely didn't seem to change when you look at the playoff run and what the Eagles had to do to get into the Super Bowl compared to what the Chiefs had to do and overcome. So it's a great case. It's a great case. I'm not going to waver from what I thought a few weeks ago. I'm still on the Eagles, but it's a it's a great case. And, like, I'm starting to just get, at this point, like, I'm more interested in the props now. Yes, I'm interested in the yes. game. Eagles, sure. Good, congrats, Philly, Casey, whatever. Ready for some some prop bets. I really want to hit that first touchdown. That's just such a great way to start a wild parlay if you can get that first touchdown score of the game. Yeah. But you're really just, like, throwing a bunch of cards in the air and hoping at that point. But Okay, want to hear another weird one I got? Oh, God. <laughs> and this is in order to sway me to the Chiefs? Sure. Teams... <laughs> sure. Teams that don't wear white oh, God. are 20 and 36. You know what the Chiefs are wearing? Wait, can you say that? Hold on. <laughs> I feel like you just did something political. I think I just got confused. I myself. think you just did something political where you took okay, a the fat. Chiefs are wearing white. Right. So and the team that wears white does better. Right, can't you say so <laughs> I saying the team that doesn't wear white is 20 and 36? I'm not that smart, no. Olivia. And I'm, apparently said. I'm not either because I, I tripped myself up. <laughs> I'm not Let's, smart Okay, enough. one more thing, because then we're going to get to the real stuff with Peter Andrew later. But heads or tails, you would think 50-50 odds, right? Not so fast, my friend. That is not true. Tails hits 52% of the time. Wouldn't you think, too, here's a hot take. I, I'm not going to bet this, but people love to bet on the Gatorade color yeah. and all that stuff. Now, I believe when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl a few years ago, it was like the yellow kind of okay. Gatorade. Which is the best and should be right. the only one drink. But now me being crazy super, I would 100% bet that if I cared about that bet. I don't. But if I were, I would bet whatever it was when the Chiefs won a few years ago because if you are superstitious, and they'd stick with it. You'd stick with what worked. Well, I would then almost, are you saying now that you think the Chiefs will win? I'm not What I want to know is, more importantly, the year they lost, what was that color? Because that's not going to be the color they're going with oh, this year. Oh, good point. Thank you. But I, no, I one knows, no one knows the Gatorade color of the team who lost. Jay Glazer probably knows. He probably does. And he wouldn't tell us, so. Let's finish up with saying the trivia that we dangled in front of you. Okay, let's go. Okay, Uh, you give the Eagles answer. Well, the Eagles answer, which I found, and and his name came up, because I I was unsure. I mean, I knew he was still in the league, but, uh, and he's a great, great player. And Dominican Sue. Yeah. And he's playing in his third Super Bowl. But then then we had the whole run of, wait a minute, so did he go Rams win? Bucks, Bucks win. win, and now he's about to, is he going for his third? No, he wasn't no, on the Rams team. It was a Rams that loss. He was on the Rams loss with the Goff. Jared Goff Super Bowl. Lost that one, won with Brady and the Bucks, and now he's back for his Looking third for his... in four years, yeah. which is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Okay, so that was a good one, I thought. Good little trivia. That's a great one. And Who's the it, lineman? It was which, a yeah, lineman. Of course it was. Of it was a lineman. Was. Joe Tooney for the Chiefs, playing in his fourth Super Bowl. Four. So three with the Chiefs. I wonder who that other one was with. No, this is the fourth. The Chiefs have made the Super Bowl four times. No. (laughs) We'll figure that out. Well, listen. Why don't we let's get to Peter while we find that out for everyone watching. And uh, I'm dying to get to some props. I gotta know because Pete Pete peaked at the right time. So everyone watching on the live, stay tuned. Peter Andrews coming up, and uh, we're gonna get to some props because it's time. The Lions. All right. First off, we got to give a major shout out because people did answer our trivia question correctly. And that was Young Easy, Chase Brundage, and Dawson. So thank you guys. And in the break, we've had an amazing idea. <laughs> you <laughs> had an amazing idea. Wait, wait, I'm producing you, wait. live. You um, had an amazing idea. We are going idea. to give out a bonus bet. I'm going to do one more trivia question, and we're going to be giving out a bonus bet if you tweet at us your answer and if you get it. So you guys can't say the answer, but you can think about it. And then at the end of this segment, we will announce what the answer is and hand out bonus bets. So trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let me know your answer. So the question is, 
When was the last time a player won regular season MVP and went on to win the Super Bowl? And I'll give you a hint. It's longer ago than you'd think. <laughs> Eli Man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so tweet at us your answer. All right. Now we welcome in Peter Andrew, our bet MGM betting expert slash analyst. It depends how he did that week. But since there was no game last week, you're an expert. So, Pete, this is obviously this is the Mecca. We know what we're talking about. We know why you're here. Prop bets to me, especially with the Super Bowl, it's an art form, and it's usually a very hard art form to pull up. So, first of all, how are you feeling going into this Sunday with the props? Are you feeling like uh, it's clear? I know there's a big prop thing that, M- that BetMGM's doing, so just you must your brain must be overloaded with props. Right props now. is the theme for the next couple of days. Yeah. So the $100,000 Big Game Prop Bet Challenge, you guys are part of it. I know you gave some picks as well. Yes, we did. Two winners, by the way. Two winners. So everybody will hear those in the next couple of days. Every customer on BetMGM can participate. It's completely free to play. It's amazing. All you have to do is pick the 15 different props. You'll see them when you go on to BetMGM.com. And the person who either guesses the most correctly or the perfect amount, $100,000 in your pocket. Tiny little amount of $100,000. Just just $100K, no big deal. All you need to do is be registered and a verified customer. Very easy. And if you guess correctly, the most or the perfect amount, $100,000 in your pocket. I'm going to give out one of my picks now really quick because I already said it on this show. Yep. And then you'll get the other one in the video. But uh, I went under Harrison Butker one and a half field goals because <laughs> I just don't want there to be more no. field goals. And I just feel like the Chiefs will have to actually go for it on fourth down when they are when I mean, they have a chance to, to score. So yeah. I just don't want... A four four field goal. You know, Harrison under Butker also game. is plus money, plus one hundred. Do you want to know what extra points was since you asked? Oh God, you're gonna kill Two me. Two and a half. Chiefs are scoring. Right? Is he making all of the extra points? He's, oh, right. he's making just because he gets to attempt one. This doesn't is mean in he's Dallas, Kansas City. Espe- especially uh, kind of the theme of my picks too is if Philly goes up early and and fast. They're not going to be kicking field goals. It just can't happen because right. Philly can stomp on your throat. And yeah. next thing you know, it's 21-3, 21-7, and game gets out of hand. So I'm with you. I think the under is the well, That was the my – and I'll you get my other one in the video, but that was one of my picks in the project. All right, so okay. where do we begin? I want to begin – I've been hounding the Chiefs this whole time and trying to convince Jerry – Last week when we had Brad Evans on, he said Chiefs money line plus money. And he said, but get it now because it'll change. It's still plus money. What do you make of that? I think we're waiting on, and Jason, who we were playing golf with today, was talking about this. I think we're waiting on one report of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. And once once that does happen, obviously the money will start funneling in. We took a huge bet on the Eagles this week, a million dollars to win close to $750,000, $800,000. So that line is, is leaning. I mean, it's favoring Eagles right now, but I still think as you get into Thursday, as you get into Friday and Saturday, you're going to start to see that money transition. You just need that one glimmer of hope that Mahomes is 85%, because last week, he was not 85%. Don't you think last night was it? That's why I thought the number would change today, because yeah. all the reports coming out of the opening night were, he's superhuman, Jay Glazer himself, he's amazing, he's healed. Yeah. Jay Glazer said he's the greatest healer of all time, like no one heals faster. He said it on this show a lot. And well, that we'll, didn't we'll see in a couple days. That didn't move the number. Yeah, I think you'll start to see the late money coming in. So okay. I'd say by Friday, by Saturday, you're going to start to see that transition. I was sort of feeling good about this player and was going to figure out a way to work him into a bet, and then John Ewing comes in with the over-the-top. As usual. Jumps off the top rope on Twitter. And again, if you don't follow John Ewing, at John Ewing, and he tweeted not long ago, a better at BetMGM wagered $2,500 on Kenneth Gainwell at plus 12500 to win Super Bowl MVP. So 2500 pays out 312 I'm worried it's a game too late because yeah. he kind of had the awesome game already, but that's a sneaky good pick. Yeah, sneaky good pick. And this is going into my first pick. Okay. His over-under is 19 and a half rushing yards. That is a low number. Yeah. And yeah. the way they use their spellbacks, especially if they get that early lead and they really want to control the tempo of the game, you got to imagine that him and Boston Scott are going to be getting significant play, five to seven rushes each at least. All he has to do is break one 10, 12-yard run, and next thing you know, 19 and a half is a pretty easy number to hit. To your point, he did it against the Giants, right? A couple weeks ago, he had 100-plus. Again, game was a little bit out of reach, but they are going to want to control the game with the run. That's going to open up a lot of things from the passing game. 19 and a half seems like a low number. Well, if you love that, too, you got to put him as an anytime scorer. He's not going to win MVP without being an anytime scorer, so you have to throw sure. in a little bit of that, For too. For sure. But I think he has a good game. I think all three of them have the potential to be really really dominant against that team. I know Chris Jones, and I know their, their D-line, yes. but, but 
they control the game when they run the ball well. They are going to try to do that. It's going to open up some sort of RPO or play action. Um, so I think that's the way they control the game, and that's why I'm leaning Eagles right now. Sorry, Liv. And that's sort of your first prop. So you like Gainwell over 19.5 yards, like minus 115. Minus 115 right now, yep. Sticking kind of with the running backs, Pacheco, uh, rushing and receiving total, 69.5. I think in order to have a good game and in order for them to keep up, I think he and Kelsey are probably the two guys that need to have a solid game. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of checkdowns, and we'll get into Kelsey in a second, but I think there's going to be a lot of those checkdown type of plays. There's going to be a lot of pressure from a really good Philadelphia Eagles say, defense. He has time. Exactly, and I think he's just going to have to be the guy available. So 69 and a half, looking at 40 rushing yards, 20-ish, 20-something receiving yards, I think that's a pretty attainable number. Pacheco, I think the last, something like the last 11 games, all yards from scrimmage, 802 yards, on the Chiefs, the only person higher, yeah. Travis Kelsey, 883. So he's been the guy that's been helping dominate that offense. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to continue this week. I think he's going to be the focal point. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned Kelsey. I've been fading him on the anytime touchdown thing, which was one of my favorite bets all year. It's almost, get you know, you could almost book it for every game, yeah. and you'll come out on top. And not only did I fade it last week, but my sister-in-law, I talked about on the show, she actually bet him for a first touchdown of the game score. I'm like, there's just no way. She hit both of those last week. But is there any way, if you're the Eagles, that you could let Travis Kelsey, unless you have a big lead, how could you let Travis? I know he's that great, best ever in that regard. But how how are you not putting three guys on him and saying, anyone else, Valdez, anyone else beat me? So it's like we did these picks together because that's where kind of Kelsey comes in for my plays. You have have him on a touchdown? I have him. So six and a half receptions over on that. I think there is going to be a lot of help over the top coming. They are going to make him, again, the dump, the dinky sort of plays. He's going to get those five to six yard plays, maybe break out a couple for first downs. But they are going to have the support over the top. They're going to make him beat him with all the checkdowns. Against strong defenses this year, I think Jacksonville, Buffalo, Niners, a few other teams, he has 14 targets, 12 targets a game. He's going to get get the looks. Six and a half is minus 155, so a little bit juicy. If you wanted to take 10 plus, which he's done twice this year, actually three times including the playoffs, yeah. I think plus 325. I think he's going to get a lot of those short looks. Again, going back to the Eagles pass rush and, and what they can do to get to the quarterback. It's going to be really hard for him to break out those 20, 30-yard plays that we're kind of used to him seeing. And then from an anytime touchdown, I mean, if they get to the red zone, obviously he is the target. That the over-the-top help doesn't matter anymore. Like, yeah, it really just doesn't matter. You just still have to have a position in that bet. And, and it's, uh, I think the price right now, if I'm not mistaken, is somewhere around minus 125. It's, you're not laying a lot there for an anytime touchdown mm-hmm. for maybe the best tight end ever or top three. I think you got to do it. Maybe you, top three. He's maybe top. maybe you take that with the receptions, or maybe you take that with an alt yards and get it to, to plus money. But I mean, it's it's Travis Kelsey. I think he's going to get the touches. Is is he going to get the significant balls? Is he going to get those 20, 30 yard plays? That's probably the big question. Do you have any guesses on your? How's your question doing? Um, really good. In fact, BetMGM is probably going to get mad at me because we're going to be giving out a lot of bonus bets. Well, I think we have to stop it now because okay. people have probably looked at the internet. So. I'll tell you as I'm All as right, I'm let's hear it. So this. this is the last this is the last regular season MVP to win a Super Bowl. Win a Super Bowl. And as Jerry and I looked into it, it turns out it's a pretty cursed award. When you win regular season MVP and play in the Super Bowl, a lot of times you don't win. Last time it happened, 1999, Kurt Warner. We kept thinking it's gotta be Brady. No. Right. No, never won won a Super Bowl and MVP in the same season. So Elliot Duncan, Frank Lucas, Smash Villian, Josh Jones, not a good shoe. Yikes, (laughs) thirteen. Yikes, thirteen is right because there's thirteen hundred people who got the sixty-five toe tag. Toe tag also got it right. So thank you everyone for playing. Good job. My boss is not going to be happy today. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is on Dak, or I had nothing to do with this. Yep, yep. This is like me at the bar after a couple. I'm like, no, one more round. One more round. He's Buy got it. it. He He's just got bought, it. He bought rounds for yeah. everybody at the yeah. bar. This is a good way to get people into the, the big game spirit, yes. so we're happy to give the bonus All bets. right, you have a couple more player props? A couple more. So we got two more here. Yeah. Next one goes back to Eagles a little bit. Okay. Devontae Smith, 23 and a half yards is uh, the over-under for the longest reception that he'll have in the game. Seven out of the last eight games, he's had 23-plus that is a number that, to me, again, yeah. established the run. They start loading the box a little bit. Devontae Smith breaks out for one. It doesn't have to be a 40-yard play. It could be a 10-yard screen play, and next thing you know, he's there for 30, 40 yards. Okay. 
that to me, minus 115. Again, a lot of these props are right around that. I love that, and here's why. Having watched the Eagles now three times against the Giants, and obviously I watched the game last week. The first game when they blew the Giants out started with a big pass to, to Devonta Smith. And then again yep. against the Giants in the playoffs, same thing. And then obviously that catch, no catch thing against your San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So it does seem like part of the winning formula is he's just going to get the looks. It's the same thing I like with when betting props in basketball. Who's going to get the most opportunity to at least give me a chance to win this prop? And I think that, I think that's a great prop because I think whenever it's going to go downfield, I think he's the target. I think A.J. Brown is intermediate yeah. over the middle, Yep. and I, I love that. He's the deep threat. And I, I like will, where your head's at, Pete. I, I will say, caveat, seven out of eight, 23-plus longest in the you know, last seven, eight games. Yep. One of those is the catch against the Niners. So maybe it's, it's six out of eight. It's not a caveat. It counts. It's in the books. It's in the books. It's not a caveat. Still bitter. Still bitter. All right. I like where you're at so far. Okay. So last, uh, last one, we're going to go big game MVP. Okay. Last week, I think we talked a little bit about if you're going to take the Eagles, maybe you take Jalen Hurts as MVP. If the Eagles win, there's no doubt he's going to get yeah. the Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Well, I've I've actually started to move away from that now. So Hassan Reddick, thirty to one. Okay, you're copying him now. You not copying. No, no, there's no, no, no copying great when minds, it comes to props. Great minds think alike. But I love that someone else is backing me up because no, I got hypothetically. I mean, he's had 16 sacks this year, three or four forced fumbles. He's been a monster. He's probably second or third in defensive player of the year. If he does two sacks, three sacks, and gets one of those forced fumbles for a touchdown, defensive touchdown, one of your uh, it is one of your props in the prop bet challenge. Four special teams We're all be a big day everything. for you if you bet that and Reddick. I know. And I, know. I like you have to consider it again. Long shot, thirty to one likelihood of it happening. No, but it's a good it's long a, shot. It's a Jerry Ferrara lottery ticket. It's a Seattle Seahawks and win the division. Knows my lottery. Look, it, it, even if it doesn't hit, it may at least give you excitement through two and a half, three exactly. quarters. I love. I've been on this for two weeks. I love this. I mean, I obviously got to see him two weeks yeah. ago against. You were Niners. there. You were there in person. I, I no? wasn't there in person. Oh. I was fortunately not in Philadelphia. You were there for the win. I was there for the win against yeah. Dallas, but he's dominant. I mean, especially when you put him against the right tackle. I mean, he was just absolutely dominant against McClinchy. He's done that all year. Sixteen sacks. Why not put 10, 20 bucks on a 30 to one shot? It's a. You know what made me think of it payout. too is I really tried thinking about who was the last defensive player to win Super Bowl MVP and what did that look like? And it was Von Miller. Wow. And yeah. I'm not saying that they're similar players, but they're both amazing off the edge rushers who are super fast yeah. and can I- impact the game. But the other thing is yes, if the Eagles win, Hurts obviously is the favorite and he should be. Yep. I haven't really seen it with the receiver in a while. I just think that there's a version, my favorite word, there's a version where the Eagle, if the Eagles win, that offense is so loaded, it's really spread out yep. equally. Like Miles Sanders could have a touchdown, maybe Gainwell, maybe yep. Jalen has a rushing one, who knows? I think the offense could be spread out evenly enough yep. that there's no clear-cut MVP on the offensive side. Yeah, for Spend, sure. If Reddick has one of those... Two sacks, forced fumble. Uh, and Lord, I mean, if it gets a defensive touchdown, forget it. If there's a scoop and a score. Yeah. And if that happens early, we're in business 30 to one. Even late, like, say the game's tied going into the fourth quarter and he has a huge forced fumble, returns it for a touchdown. That ends up being the game winner. I mean, that right there is the kind of thing that gets you Super Bowl MVP. And I know Mahomes is Wolverine and he's the fastest healer ever. And I, I would never negate say that. Say that sarcastically. No, I'm, I'm saying I get it. What I'm saying is I get that. That being said, even if he's 10%, 5% slower than he normally is, that's only more of an advantage for an edge rusher like Reddick. I got you. Even if he's only 5%, if he's 92% uh, of his normal speed, that's 8% more in our favor. Yep, 100%. Yeah, making up percentages that's right. right now. You lost me again. Okay, we're not that smart, Jerry. That Keep smart. it simple. One thing I was liking, is that, is that it for your list of player props? One, one, one more? One more that I didn't okay. put on our list Ooh. that I shared with our You haven't said a Hurts one yet. Either quarterback, you have Sticking away from the quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. I think Mahomes' yard's pretty high. I thought it's like Hurts, 294. Yeah, no. If he's banged up, I don't know. But yeah. I, I wanted to stay away from both the quarterbacks. Okay. One is more of kind of a live bet play. Okay. So I think the last eight years, whoever has won the coin toss has lost the game. So if last you're going to. Last eight years. I, I read something uh, in the last couple of days that said that. So nine, Niners mm. won the coin toss against the Chiefs, lost the game, and that happened. And does what? it care if. Doesn't matter if they kick or receive. It doesn't matter. No, no, matter. it's Just... winning. It's winning the wow, coin. Okay. So, Chiefs win the coin toss. Bet the Eagles. Eagles okay. win the coin toss, and it's going to be obviously right in play or get it right as the, the game's yeah, about to good. start. But one of these things has to hit. That's happened 
freaking last seven years. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this one. You know, it's always a sneaky good one, but I don't think, it, I mean, this game doesn't seem right. Safety is such a, oh, I think the odds have actually leveled out. They used to be really yeah. great odds in favor of the better, and I think that the safety is now. I will speak on behalf of Jason Scott. That is one prop that the book does not want because yeah. there is a heavy liability on that. Yeah. So, uh, and to that point, I mean, a lot of people bet it. You just put a couple bucks on it. It's a huge return. So we do not want that at BetMGM. So maybe I should, and this is live, so we can't cut that. No, we're not going to cut that. We're just going to let everybody know the book does not want that. And what's best for the book, too, is Chiefs winning. Right now, what's best, yep, exactly. We obviously took that big million-dollar bet. Yeah. So right now, the money's leaning towards Eagles. Uh, Obviously, we have a couple days to go, and we'll see. You know, like, I haven't placed any bets yet. Usually, for me, it's Thursday, Friday when I start, so we haven't seen a lot of the money come in yet. Um, And typically, what day is, is, I would think, Saturday. Yeah. The casual better. I think you start to see it getting Friday late into Saturday. And then obviously Sunday, it's a mad rush from, what, 8 a.m. when you wake up all the way till the game kicks off. So how does it work? And again, if this is too much of like behind the the curtain, curtain. you could just say like, Jerry, keep it moving. But if I (laughs) wanted to bet $1 million on the Chiefs to like... Can I just, you just deposit, can, like, can I just do that? Or is there, there has to, is there like a process? There's gotta be a process for a bet like yeah. that, right? We, we have I, to I do, sound like a, like a noob, as they say in gaming right when, now. Oh, when, you're no betting noob. When we have a beer with Jason later, we'll he'll talk he'll, about that. But, um, you know, we I don't want to bet a million dollars on anything, by the way. We have a process, obviously, we follow our due right diligence now. and vet and make sure right. that someone's doing the right thing. So we're right. not going to let anybody do it. But uh, right. not anyone could do it. If you're listening out, if you, if you were going to bet a million bucks on the yeah. Eagles, you can't, not anyone. Yeah can do it or on the Chiefs. sorry okay i've got a question too yeah game total went up just one point 49 and a half to 50 and a half and because of the casual betters and that a lot of people don't have skin in the game this isn't a normal nfl sunday with every game obviously what's a good strategy to the game total because playoff games under hit i mean i just took a bunch of overs so i yeah? think the it's hard to say there's a strategy for it for me it's does is Mahomes healthy what's the strategy yeah. there with that i, I don't know I just, I'm a guy who can't bet an under. I just it's a tale as old as time. Olivia's just telling us a seven unders hit, right? In and um, in my mind, I'm like, well, I can't bet that. I, I like I'm, the I'm trying to go through all these props and find an under that I love. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I got nothing. I, I had something with like, because uh, the odds were good on uh, under Mahomes, 249 and a half yards or whatever in the single game, I think in, yeah. a, uh, in a one game. And I'm just like, I just don't want to root for that. I, and it might be the smart move. But. When you have a example, if the Niners were in this game, they have a strong defense and how is he still talking about the Niners? Hear me out. In the Hear damn me game? Out. Maybe you take the under because you know there's a great defense. You, but you have you. so such explosive offenses. Yeah. Like we haven't even named half the weapons on the Chiefs. And even well, see, I, you, but right before you came on though, I said like, okay, real quick before we we start to begin the wrap up. I, mm-hmm. We may never wrap. Yeah. No. But in my mind, when you look taking quarterback out of play, when you start going like skill position players, I think Kelsey's one. And then I think you name like three Eagles at least before you get to the next chief, right? You probably go AJ, Sanders, and maybe Devontae? Right. I guess maybe you could say then you start getting to Pacheco, right? That's, I think, Pacheco's the sneaky one that fits in that top four. Right. But you're right. And then there's what receiver is next for Chiefs. It's the flavor of the week. And Jarek McKinnon's going to prove me wrong and score three touchdowns. You know who's hot? Valdez Scantling. He had 116 in the AFC Championship game, and in the previous six, he had a total of 107. And and watch. They fed him. It's going to be Kadarius Tony this week. It's just the the way they run that offense. And and CEH is activated. CEH is activated, so Uh you never know where he's going to jump into this. Is he good? Listen. Now have we listed all the Chiefs weapons? Yeah, I think we've got it, yeah. Sadly, we have Edwards more. Edwards Alaire is a way. Okay. I, I, I'm yes, the guy he's who. He's a dra- weapon. I drafted Edwards Alaire in an auction draft for like $80 for three years Never ago. Again. And that was arguably one of the worst picks ever. I'm not saying, I just don't know how much he's going to get the ball. Like, McKinnon's good in the spots that they use him. I yeah. think he's very, very dangerous. Yep. So I just wonder if he's going to get the ball. I mean, he may be an emergency situation. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> uh, this live thing has done something to all of us. Can we, we just turn that into this, like a should have been doing this all year. Film. You guys should have been doing this all year. I yeah. know. No, we're all too busy. We don't want to see each other every week. No. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tweeting at us, too, because we had a lot of fun playing that game with you. And the first five who responded will be getting the bonus bet. I just got a little clarification from someone who's much above my pay grade. Pete, thanks for joining us again. Thank what a guys. season it's been. It's been great. Yeah. Looking forward to more of it. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks guys. Don't you wish all of these were in person? I will just say 
live and being in person and just feeling the energy at, at the Bet MGM Sportsbook. Yeah. You know, there's like nine other shows going on here while we record this yeah. show. There's live on the line. There's you better you better. All there's, the Odyssey. Right. So there's definitely an energy, and I look forward to doing this more. Uh, as we close the show. Yes. And what a blast. Thank you to Jay Glazer, Peter Andrew. Great props, great time, great trivia. Now let's talk emotional oh. stuff, okay? Well, You're, it started when I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> this is your, one of your teams yeah. in the Super Bowl, yeah. okay? In your mind, what needs to happen for the Chiefs to win this game? Chiefs need to run the damn ball, coach. Run the ball. Yep, they do. And I think with all the gadgets and gizmos and the fantastical play calling of Andy Reid, I almost think they need to pair it back. Because here's what happens in the Super Bowl. You got everything you got. There are no more plays to hold back. So I think it's very tempting as a coach and for a genius play caller on both sides to want to get fancy. I think the Chiefs need to not be fancy. They need to keep Patrick just upright one more game. One more game. And it has been superhuman to watch his recovery and to see any footage from practice like we have. I think they need to run the ball, take advantage of a defense that allows like 6.6 yards per carry or something. They're 24th in the NFL in yards per carry allowed. Take advantage. I think it's pretty simple. Well, I want to just say good luck to your Chiefs. Thank you. Good luck to all the betters out there. I know it's going to be a crazy one. All the performers. We got some great performers. It'll be a great halftime yes, show. we didn't even talk about Rihanna. Oh uh, yeah, I did, when I did uh, I did a show earlier to talk about like the betting odds. What is she gonna open the show with? Oh, and uh, umbrella. What song? No, or we got clothes umbre umbrella. Clothes. Well, I, like I, I'm saying I, I, I say clothes with diamonds. Yeah, and I think umbrellas in the middle. And I thought I just don't know what she's gonna I open with. Either way, it's okay. gonna be great. And then we're gonna have to start getting our minds into talking hoops after this we because are. we're gonna have nothing. <laughs> Sundays are over. It's gonna be bad soccer games and. I know. Uh, I don't even know we're gonna go. Where we gonna go? Story time at the library. I don't even know what I'm gonna do on Sundays. It's oh. over for me. I'm sure your family will tell you. <clears throat> I'm a marked man. It's over for me. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. All NFL season two. We promise we are not done. We'll still be here every Tuesday recording yes. and episodes up for you every Thursday to preview the weekend's actions. We'll get in. We'll get more into golf for sure. Basketball. <laughs> this guy's an NBA junkie. Yeah, um, we, we, didn't a lot of fun. we didn't even talk Kyrie Irving, so we'll have a lot more ah. uh, Kyrie stuff. I know she's like eye roll, but we'll 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 be there for you on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, good luck to everybody out there. Let's close this out. Let's and, go get a drink. Sorry, biggest thing is subscribe to the BetMGM Unleashed YouTube page because then you can watch all of our episodes. Then get a drink. And then go get a drink, all and right. you can have a drink while you watch it. Who's, who knows? I've done podcasts with a glass of wine before too. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining. This has been a lot of fun.